Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, over Skype once again by my lovely, wonderful, patient co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography, more or less, per episode. And today, we'll be discussing every single album by... Mission of Burma. Ooh, exciting, exciting. This this one was actually requested by uh, by Dylan. I don't remember how long ago he requested this. I'm sorry <laughs> that we're finally getting to it now. Who uh, knows if Dylan even still listens to the podcast? There's a high probability he does not. We lose people. <laughs> They drop like flies when they come to this one. Like, oh, you, oh, it's pretty badass. You guys like the butthole surface. Oh, there's more episodes. Oh, let's not talk about that Velvet Underground episode. But before we do any of this, what we're doing here, uh, if you want to help support us, please, for the love of God, subscribe on youtube.com slash every album ever. Great review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you find us. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Pope Jesse Ventura for the next maybe week or two before I change it. I think maybe by next episode, it will be officially fully transferred over to Pander Monkey. So Pander Monkey as well. Uh, and Alex, you can follow him at Mother Puncture. And you should find a Spotify playlist on Mission to Burma. You can find a link in the description of wherever you're listening or watching, as well as everyalbumever.com. We got plays associated with pretty much every single episode. And if you want to help us out, join the Patreon. We got bonus episodes, early access to a bunch of different episodes, discounts off merch, more merch coming, by the way. I'm excited for that. And uh, if you want to jump the line when requesting an artist and not, and not wait a literal year like Dylan waited for Mission to Burma, uh, tier two lets you jump the line. And we have another line jumping request coming in a couple weeks. That was the earliest we could squeeze it in uh, because we have a uh, man. The scheduling is just, it's grueling. Scheduling is grueling. And if as soon as I stop being diligent, I start falling off it and I start procrastinating, it just becomes another mess. Uh, but we will get to it. God damn it. So if you want to do that, yeah. Patreon.com slash every album ever. Uh, okay. Uh, Mission of Burma. Do you have any experience with this band, Alex? None. I think None. I've heard, I think I've heard that's when I reached for my revolver. When I was younger, and mm. I was like, "Eh, how ah, fuck, have, fuck yourself, Alex? That song's <laughs> great. God damn it!" And I, uh, I've just never had any like, uh, intro, not like, I guess, any reason to go back to yeah. them. So yeah. this was, uh, this was interesting. Really, really dense music. I feel like I listened to ten albums, but then yeah. I was like. No, this is a really reasonable discography. It's very reasonable. Uh, I've only I only heard the you know, quint, I don't want to say quintessential, but the the most famous you know signal signals calls and marches EP. Uh, I heard that growing up a lot. Like that was mm-hmm. on constant rotation, and I never heard anything else. Like I didn't hear anything else, and I made such a fucking I made I made it such a point to laugh at the New York Dolls. For having more reunion albums than original studio albums, when Mission Burma did it way worse, <laughs> way worse. Uh, well, not in terms of quality, which we'll no, get to, no, not but... in terms of quality. But there's literally four reunion albums and one original album, so it's like they're basically more. They're more newer than they are old, even though they it, were super influential when they were, you know, young men. Really interesting. Uh, developments and and legacy they have here. So, and even though I did listen to the early stuff a lot when I was younger, it didn't hit me till now how insane this music was. This was eighty one, seventy nine, eighty, eighty one, and it does not register as that. It is hundred percent ten years ahead of its time, at least a cool ten years. Yeah, I feel like that you're, you know, um, they kind of they get the punk label, but I feel like they're they're up there with like the Husker Du and replacements. And by the way, Alex, of- by the way, Alex, I got an email asking you to, asking you to pronounce it Husker Du. It is Husker Du. <laughs> Husker. Husker Du. Clearly, he does not read umlauts. But go on. Husker do <laughs> and the replacements. <laughs> but it, that is actually that is a very uh 
That's you a know, very appropriate comparison. Uh, Patreon us like I'll say twenty dollars, then I'll say it right. <laughs> <laughs> what you fucking? Who do you think you are, Alex? Who do you think you are? I think I'm someone who has people giving us money. Uh, so That's true. Uh, I might as well try. I might as well try. You gotta, you gotta, treat, you gotta shoot every shot. Uh, but that's also funny because who's could do the replacements? They were also around around this time, but they didn't sound like this until like the mid to late eighties. Like yeah, these guys were yeah. still, yeah, still kind of uh, doing and, uh, things no one was doing. And uh, I don't even know who, why, how, how, <laughs> or who they can be uh, compared to around this time period, or who they even played with because it's not that punky. I mean, it is, but like, not really. Yeah, I guess because the it was so so short lived, and it sounds like you know, kind of accidental their sound, which wasn't represented of what they did live, which is I find very interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm such an asshole. I fucking completely forgot that they have a doc, right? Yeah, they do. I'm so mad I didn't watch it. I just ran out of time. Everything got fucking... I've been having a lot of technical difficulties in my situation here. Uh, otherwise, I def- definitely would have watched it. Uh, is it available, like, easily? Uh, not that I know of. Probably Never not. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, or but, maybe it's on YouTube. Who knows? You know, I'm going to check right now. Uh, I'm going to... Yes. Talk while I Google this. <laughs> yeah, um kind of had more of an impact on alternative music more than punk music i feel like um you know you got your pixies your your shellacs guided by voices mm. yeah yeah foo fighters uh a band that starts with a, an m an r that i won't uh uh whatever i said the R.E.M. Fuck, fuck R.E.M. My favorite. Yeah, way, my favorite they, band. They got requested, Alex. They got requested. I know. <laughs> I know. It kills me every morning I wake up. I know. Also, <laughs> uh, you know where you know where Mission of Burma's from? Uh, Boston. Fuck Boston. There we go. And there we go. I can't believe I remembered that they were from Boston because they don't feel like a Boston band at no, all. It, it feels very Midwest. Midwest, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. That's because uh, they seem like sweet, soft boys, which they definitely do. <laughs> but the, but the but the music screams Minnesota. It just really does scream Minnesota. Yeah. So uh, very very interesting sound that they were able to create and evolve from. And I would have. I I think I would have liked to see them live, like old yeah. old them, not not yeah. younger them. You mean like oh yeah? I mean more recently. You mean yeah 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 yeah. They um, I mean we'll get to it when we get to it. But last um, well the, the overview first EP, uh, actually technically the first EP came out was it or the first seven inch came out in nineteen eighty. Uh, and that's that's a part of the first big EP, which we'll be be talking about. That came out eighty one. Uh, I'm already getting confused here. Uh, 1980, first, e- first EP, last album came out 2012. Uh, that is, you know, what is it? Five albums, uh, one EP, or five albums, two EPs. Jesus Christ. Why am I getting so confused with a simple discography? It's not that long, <laughs> but uh, might as well jump into it unless you have anything yes. else that. Okay, so this is the, you'll find it's technically a combination of the first seven inch, which is called uh, Academy Fight Song. And the first EP, which is Signals, Calls, and Marches, you'll find them streaming all condensed into one oddly ordered in track listing compilation. Uh, but that this is uh, Signals, Calls, and Marches, 1981. Probably got some, like, uh, Gang of Four... Influences yeah. going on for sure. Definitely the the drum sound, the production wise, sounds like Gang of Four. Also, the song is gorgeous. Yeah, I wrote. So beautiful. I wrote. Oh, if it was the replacements, I'd fucking love it. I love it. No, it's still a good Alex, song. It's it it, yeah, really it's nice. still a good song. Yeah. Yeah. 
So this is pretty poppy. Yes. Funky, nice. They have a whole different layer, though. A whole different personality. So this is like... It was more prevalent early, before they broke up the first time. Uh, it was more prevalent before they broke up that there was two sides to the this coin that is Mission of Burma. There was that side, the nice, pretty, sing-alongable songs. And then you had the clangier, noisier, punkier, angrier side. Yes. That still had some melody to it, but it was just a little bit more abrasive. And I, I remember reading a long time ago that that side of them, the more abrasive side is what stopped them from getting anything. Yeah. The, uh, Roger Miller, the bassist and vocalist. Roger Moore's uh, the, no, Roger Moore's a guitar player. Oh man. I'm I fucked that yeah. up. Clint, um, Clint is the bassist. Fucking up already. Um, they, they said they did a show and some girls like, Oh, I love, I love, uh, that's when I reach for my revolver. I can't wait yeah. to see you guys later tonight. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, like, we'll be, we're, we're good. This is going to be a great show tonight. Yeah. And, uh, no one clapped or applauded. Pieces or, of shit. By or the anything. way. Be- yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This because it was so different. Like the live performance is so yeah. different than what was recorded on the CP. Uh, so I'm sorry, but best personal favorite, like it's such a fucking basic <laughs> thing. It's like, yeah, I grew up with this and I love it, but this is, it holds up so fucking, these are such well-written songs and I don't know. There's they're extremely accessible more so than pretty much everything they'll do later on. And although I do think it's a little iffy, especially the, the way this compilation is kind of, uh, sequenced, uh, and I don't think it's super consistent and there's stuff on here that I still don't like. Uh, the highs are too high. There's too much here that gives me goosebumps. Um, so before going into each like song specifically, the, the layout of what this is. So streaming, the first two songs are the Academy Fight Song 7-inch. So the song Academy Fight Song and then the song Max Ernst, which is fucking wonderful. And then two bonus tracks. And then the signals calls and marches EP. I don't, I'm so annoyed by that track listing. Like why not just start with the big EP and then throw on the little stuff at the end, whatever. It's another, um, germs MIA situation where they just sure. did it cr- chronologically, even though it's bad for the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you can get over that, I think there is much to be had here as, uh, anybody who's a fan of the band will scream at you for, about, I think, uh, Max Ernst, you get some, uh, you get a taste of that chaotic live nature mm-hmm. they were known for with the guitar solo. Um, Dude, yeah, it's it's fucking that song. I it might be my favorite song of theirs. I can't say for sure, but like, it's so the that melody, especially toward the end when it's doing that that da da chant da 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 da. Yeah, uh, Max Ernst da. Um, yeah, that kind it's, it's just strange melancholic melody to it where it's like it kind of feels scary but it's still very punky and fun and energetic it's just it's so i wish there was i can't find that much music like that it just makes me so happy also the uh like you know referencing like a dadaist painter that's kind of what the band is they kind of slap you know all these different styles together Mm -hmm. to get the end product yeah so um it's a little pretentious, but you know I can't yeah. say that because uh, I used to DJ weddings with a friend, and we called ourselves the DJs of Dada because we. <sighs> so, Ooh, yeah, boy, it's a good name, but still, yeah. ooh, boy, it's, it's, it's pretentious. But uh, can you even see me down from from all the way down here when you're looking down on me? Oh yeah, it's this on a high horse right now. Ooh. Uh. Devotion. I really love the way the the drums sound on that. I think they're this really? recorded so well. Like, I'm not a fan of that song. I think it's really weird to put it at the beginning of the album. Uh, but the thing is, it does have it has moments of sheer hideousness, and that's what I th- I'll say about this band. There are moments where they just play the ugliest, most uncomfortable, annoying riffs I've ever fucking heard. And that's like a, a nice little introduction of what they will do later on. Uh, Execution is the other bonus track. I think it's fine. I think it's pretty cool. And then the EP starts, the actual EP that made them so influential, which is, you know, Signals, Cause, and Marches. Uh, 
like we, we were talking about, you know, there's, that's when I reached for my revolver, which I think is a, also, it's a great song title. I learned recently uh, that that is a, it's like a quote, but it's like a mistranslated quote. Like the the full quote is by some guy and it's something, it's some, it's again, it's pretentious. Uh, <laughs> when it, The quote is, when I hear the word culture, that's when I reach for my revolver. That is mistranslated. The, the quote is something completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm only mentioning that here because that's, that's like the first thing you, you read when you talk about the song. It's like, oh, it's a quote from this and this. It's wrong, apparently, uh, which is news to me. But uh, so that's the first song in the EP. The second song is Outlaw, which is like, yeah, those two songs back to back. It's like exactly what the band is. This fucking sing-alongable. Everyone wants to hear this. You'll hear it on alt radio and then Outlaw, which is just, I got to put on Outlaw. I got to put it on. I love it. I love it's Outlaw. Fucking, this, is, this is the other side of Mission Aroma. Specifically, I think of a, a band like The Rapture would not exist without something like this. I've never heard them. They pretty much have one good album that uh, the guy from LCD Sound System produced. So I guess I'll say, you know, also, I can hear how... I forget his real name, but the LCD sound system guy. I could also hear how this band influenced him. Mm-hmm. Also, one thing that uh, we haven't mentioned yet, uh, that both 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 guys sing. Uh, yes. Roger tends to sing on the, on the more his songs, and then Clint sings on his songs. So I I like I just like Roger better. I think. Uh, it, I like his I like his voice better. I, I tend to like his songs more. He does write more songs, at least early mm-hmm. on. I don't, I don't remember so much later on. Uh, and he has a more interesting voice. He's more of a, a shouter. He has a he has a he has a goofy kind of interesting voice. Whereas Clint has a more straightforward indie. I'm just gonna sing this straightforward type thing. Yeah, they're they kind of flow together better when they're younger, but then when it's they're older. It's very, very obvious. It's their voices change quite a bit. And when they get yeah. older, they, it's interesting. Uh, but where are my notes? I already lost everything. Where is it? Uh, okay. So the other, so I was talking about how Max Ernst, the song gave me this, this fucking, I love it. Like with this weird melancholy, scary feeling that you don't hear too much with, with punk songs. The other song that does that for me is a 1 million percent red, red, Read that song. It's three chords. It's fucking three chords, but it moves me like like no other punk song. It's it's I, just fucking beautiful. Yeah, I thought uh, you were gonna say something else, but um, I yeah, the, the great chunky bass playing on Red, yeah. just like really standout bass player playing. Oh yeah, um, yeah, like uh, all, all across the board. Clint, yeah. his bass lines are so they they uh they cut through like. Uh, very few bands I can at the top of my head I can think of where you hear the bass riffs, bass riffs as being their own. They're, they're not just accompanying the guitar. They're not just backing up the band. They are. You hear what he's doing. He's doing like arpeggiated stuff. He's doing chords. You hear exactly what he's doing, and they they're completely distinct from the guitar. Kind of like a Minuteman situation where mm-hmm. the bass had this personality, guitar had this personality. Uh, I, I love I love his playing. I think he sounds great. I thought you were going to say all world cowboy romance because <laughs> really, <laughs> holy shit. I, think, I don't hate it, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a neat instrumental and it's so like different from like their peers, different yeah. whoever their peers are. It's like different from everything else on the album. It really, really stuck out to me. So no, it's, it's not like bad or anything. It's just long. It's kind of a, I feel like it kind of goes nowhere, but I do like it as a closer. It mm-hmm. does have this sort of epicness to it. It's really noisy. And again, 81, I can't think of a single, a single band that sounds like this. 81, not, not one. Yeah. Yeah. At least not like who they would be like touring with or hanging oh, out yeah. with. It makes me sad too. Like when I think about them, I think also I think about suicide who was like, yeah, they, they influenced all these people, but they were treated like garbage. <laughs> like they had like, no support and no one, mm-hmm. like anyone they toured with, it made no sense. Uh, and 
oh yeah, another another fucking banger. This is not a photograph. This is not a photograph. Like, uh, it's punky. Like again, it's punky, but it's just it's got more to it. It's got more to it. It's got it's got feeling. Um, and I the last one I have to mention is a Fame and Fortune, which I think, god damn it, like I don't like that it's the third track on the EP. I think it kills the pacing because the first half I think is really slow. It's not really for me. And then the second half is really fucking cool. It does this really subdued thing. It has all kinds of, it's again, it's like, who the hell is doing this? Uh, <laughs> I just think it hurts the, hurts the pacing of the record. And that's also something I think that they do repeatedly in their career is they don't know how to sequence an album for shit. Every song is in whatever order. Uh, yeah. They just recorded songs, press shuffled and said, yeah, that's the album. It really does feel like that for a lot of this. Uh, but this one, it just has so many songs that, I, that will stick with me for the rest of my life that I, that I, fucking love i mean i can't not recommend so many of these uh i don't think it's a great compilation but i think every song is pretty good uh mm-hmm. so this is yeah i can't turn my back on this one i love it love it and there if there's nothing is. more to nothing more to add it's time to yeah. move on well where are we at where are we at this is crap i can't i'm trying to figure out i'm using a mac for the first time while recording uh, oh, this yeah. podcast that's, and i'm like it's weird Slightly different, slightly different. So this is the first actual record. This came out in 1982. This is Versus. I think this very like cool intro, that little so the sound yeah. effects stuff. It has a. Uh, a 50s vibe to it, the slapback reverb kind of thing. Yeah, but then, uh, but then it's like it's gonna turn into like a cacophony of noise it later. Sure and does. It's, yeah, it's a very, very interesting song. I think. I like how long it takes for the vocals to come in. Yeah, they're they're building. They. They build shit with their songs, even if they're three three minutes long. They're like a mini mini punk or, or uh, prog rock band. Yeah, they're like a very rough prog rock type thing. Fast, condensed. Yeah, straight to the point. And all this shit, all these all these studio effects, all these reverse sounds. That's one guy. Who the fuck's the other guy? There's another guy oh, on stage Martin, with them. Martin Swoop. Martin Swoop. Yeah. Okay. He did the the tapes, uh, like sound effects and some percussion for them. And the drummer and, uh, is Peter Prescott. Peter Prescott. Okay, so it's gonna take a while before the vocals come in. So let's talk. Let's chat. Uh, this is my personal favorite. Very cool. I, Very cool. Uh, I thought it was going to sound like signals, calls, and marches. Uh, secrets starts, and I'm like, okay. Okay, and like every song, I was just like, "This very interesting album. I enjoy it a lot." Interesting. I thought it was. I mean, it, it does at least production wise, very similar. The drums sound <laughs> the same, pretty much. Like it has that. You, these first two releases from them are so so distinctly them. It's like no one else sounds like this. They they like you can't mistake any of these songs for anybody else ever. Later on, when they reunite, it kind of changes a bit but these two albums or these two records i think are very similar uh not so much in style but definitely in presentation yeah i think like it may be recorded similarly but the the choices they're making are more weird more bold i think uh there is an attempt to kind of capture that live aspect of it Mm -hmm. so um yeah i just i it's just so many like weird things like term two there's some like Dude, western like some two, western, yeah. yeah there's some like western vibes to it it's it's oh, yeah. great so that that song is i love that song it's like uh i think up to this point it is for sure the that guitar line is like the most ambient melodic thing they've ever done up to this point mm-hmm. uh way quieter than we're we're used to hearing from them it's very nice um what what's the other one um Another fucking uh, I, like n- new crap. nails, 
new okay. nails is fucking noisy as hell like i think that is the ugliest song probably I, ever i, I dig I it yeah i hate it i hate it i dig it uh, i mean i like the second half a lot the second half is real fun but uh i mean like oh yeah it's another thing fucking uh roger plays a bunch of horns like not like real horns he can play he could tell he can play but he's just throwing horns all over the place just again more cacophony just yeah trying to get uh like a wall of sound that's not like you know like a phil specter wall of sound but mm-hmm. i uh a wall nonetheless um weather box is just oh, like beautiful yeah it's like i don't even think about punk rock when i hear it it's just kind of jammy there's a part where they say the s- sun is falling down sky is falling down and it's kind of kind of like the beatles at times <laughs> Not That's the interesting. Full song, just right. like little pieces. That that song is a perfect example of what I was saying earlier about Clint's bass lines, where they just have they cut they just cut through so well. Like those, I'm, I'm putting it on. I'm putting on a little bit of that. This is a weather box. Yeah, like this is really fun. That bass line is so. That shit carries the fucking song. It really does. It really does. God damn, it's good. Too good, too good, too good. I would love for if uh, if Rock Band was still a thing. I'd love for that song to be on Rock Band. That would be. That'd be fun to jam out on some plastic instruments. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool. Little slow, but real nice, very nice. Yeah, a little slow. Uh, I think like the only time I really thought uh, about like traditional punk rock was the Ballad of Johnny Burma. Really, but, I th- I felt that way about uh, that's how I escaped my certain fate. Oh yeah, that that is like one of their their bigger bigger songs is too. So, I think I think so because it's like it's it sounds super seventies punk. Like it, it really. It really registers as 70s punk, but it works. I like it a lot. I think it's great. But uh, Bell to Johnny Burma, that's, that is another example. Like That's like them being as basic as they can. I could take it or leave but, it. It's not bad. But even then, there's still some odd time parts yeah. in there. Yeah. So, And then uh, on the streaming version, there's some, some bonus tracks right. on here, which yeah. is... I can see why they're bonus tracks, because I don't feel like they they add to the album but mm-hmm. like they don't hurt it they don't hurt it n- no no like okay no way that, that I is think it's some, great yeah that's some high energy start stop shit that's yeah. just not to mention got song. great vocal harmonies in that one too it does um uh, actually out of all the bonus tracks the only one i don't care for is forget yeah ironically yeah <laughs> Yeah, definitely not gonna forget that one. But uh, also, Mika is pretty good too. Uh, and like the <laughs> thing is, what kept this for being because again, like I have a, the same complaint pretty much with every album. It's like it feels inconsistent. The pacing seems off, and I I attribute that to Learn How uh, and New Nails for the most part. Like it just feels like like jagged, like a very zigzaggy. Uh, but. I don't know. I think I, I don't know. I, th- I bet this would probably be my favorite if it was just ordered differently. It's a thing like that where I like pretty much all these songs. It's just something as a whole. It doesn't register with me. This was getting both positive uh, accolades for me for for a while until something else came around. I mm-hmm. think, you know, the f- excluding like the bonus tracks, I think it's a pretty like flawless, easy, like easy listen. Yeah, if the, if you're into this type of music, I I can see why it's regarded so highly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was not disappointed too much with it. Uh, when I was disappointed a little bit, just because I wanted more highs of Academy Fight Song and Max Ernst, but like this is yeah. not what they're. It's just not what they're doing here. So in that no. sense, it's yeah. And no, they kind of throw the pop pop stuff not completely out of the window. It's still there. It's but still it's there, not, but it's not honestly, front and center. It's not. And I'm also kind of glad that they went in that direction. It also explains why they didn't do well, but still respect <laughs> it. Uh, but Alex's personal favorite. And now they break up. At, so what happens here? 
yeah so miller gets uh tendon tinnitus or people say tinnitus i think it's tinnitus i can't say it dude too much tongue action tinnitus 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 so yeah so yeah they broke up because you know like we talked about loud crazy band you shouldn't do if you want to have your hearing and by by the way if anybody looks up live early live footage roger's wearing basically what the headphones that you're wearing right now he's wearing giant cans dude like yeah and i'm like that that made me sad he almost looks autistic like there's in this place it's kind of nerdy has the glasses but like that's (laughs) like that's terrifying that's absolutely terrifying like i know a few people like i think my uncle is another musician who's like damn his hearing is fucking shot mm-hmm. uh so I've, I've always been uh, very wary of that and kind of paranoid but um yeah he would focus on like a, a quieter band called bird songs uh of mosaic mm-hmm. i think it's called um and then i don't know if something there's some development that allow you know some sort of ear protection that allowed them to reunite but mm-hmm. they did in 22 and that le- you mean 2002 or yeah yeah sorry i fucking all these there's <laughs> too many numbers too many numbers it's not nice and clean like 90s 80s yeah it's just yeah repetitive numbers but um once we get to the 30s i'll be good um, okay but yeah so o2 uh swoop didn't come back though so they bought in this guy bob weston to do bob weston uh, that's a fucking shellac uh, shellac right? yeah yeah he's also a producer for uh, electrical audio along with steve albini uh bass player interesting guy good songwriter uh so he's he's on bass not stupid no. he's on tape effects whatever doodly doos yeah tapes and loops and they were like oh yeah you can like use the computer if you want and he's like no i'm going old school baby of course of course he's, he works at electrical audio of course he's gonna use yeah. fucking reel to reels you fucking caveman sorry i like him but <laughs> that happened uh and now they there we are oh this one by the way is not streaming unless you did you find it streaming it's on spotify it's not on apple what the fuck dude this I keeps don't. happening I don't fuck, yeah. I don't know why we haven't switched. <laughs> I feel really stupid having not switched after how much shit we've talked about Apple and how much we've praised Spotify like repeatedly. But this is I guess streaming only on Spotify. This is 2004's on off on. feel like this is a uh, like bad return no not at all but yes now the vocals are different because they're older men older and also better protection yes older wiser All right, solid song. You get you get you get the the idea. That's okay. Yeah, uh, also yeah, fine. also you get some Peter Prescott singing now too. Oh, that's right. Which song is that? Ah, uh, the enthusiast. Uh, I feel like he has like snarlier vocals, which works when they do some of the hard hitting stuff. So mm. that song oh, kind of works for me. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think the, I mean the song is fine. Uh, but. I, I didn't find a lot of it. I mean, again, this is, I had the same problem with this as I do with a lot of them. Inconsistent uh, moments that I really like, but overall, like, all right. Uh, yeah, I was. It, yeah, it drags a lot. This is a long album. I was a little, little worried that maybe we'd get some sort of just like shouldn't have got back together thing That's, here i was worried as well but i didn't hate it though so I was yes like, it, it could definitely be a lot worse it's not that bad i mean yeah i mean you always go in with this kind of pit in your stomach with a reunion band to begin with mm-hmm. i think i think towards the end i i like the the end of the album more than the beginning yeah um like the strings i'm prepared are are really oh. beautiful Dude, those arrangements, man. God damn. So, like, at that point, 
I was so fucking refreshed because like I, I, I complained like, again, like about it being very samey, like the pacing seems off and then you throw in something just completely unexpected like that. And I get very excited. The same with mm-hmm. Wounded World. The strings on oh. are fucking awesome. Beautiful. It, yeah. The guitar playing too, just fucking, yeah, not prepared for songs like that. Yeah. Um, also, it's not really obvious on the first two recordings, like the tape loops and stuff, but like yeah. Max Ernest's dream, you do hear like the the tape loops and stuff are bought more more forward. I did. Uh, that song bummed me out. I thought it was a huge letdown given the name had Max Ernst in it. Yeah, it's 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 really not enough to carry it, but it's just an example of like, <laughs> right. OK, this stuff is will be kind of front and center here and there. Mm, mm. Um, nicotine bomb, pretty wild. Like, nicotine bomb, nicotine it's, bomb. It's like, there's some country oh, stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh. There, there's some math rock stuff and fucking carnival music. It's, that it's song, a wild thread. So I had a weird reaction when I, when I first heard that. Like, I feel like it, it really channels a ton of what I love about the early stuff. And it, it doesn't really sound like it. It just feels that song to me felt like the natural evolution of what they were already doing where mm-hmm. it, it was still crazy, but it had fucking just memorable hooks and it was really fun. And it just felt like them again. Uh, that song is great. Love that song. And then, uh, yeah, Playland, just aggressive, yeah. weird, catchy riffs. Like that's, you know, what the band does. Yeah. And all this is like at the end of the album. It's it crazy. And the same with like Absent Mind, which is the closer. It's the right combination of hooky and noisy. Just, it's mm-hmm. just them being the best at, at that. And that's the main reason why I was kind of bummed with this one. Fuck, man. My, my scroller was going crazy. I can't <laughs> keep my notes on track. Uh, this felt more like a, a really fucking good EP that got way too long. Like they, there's a lot of fat good, on here. That's a good way to put it. Uh, that's an excellent way to put it. I think um, also like looking at the reviews, I think people were just so, so drunk and happy to have them back. They yeah. Were like fucking flawless. Flaw, um, it's, uh, it's not. It's not flawless, man. Uh, but it does have a ton of great songs. Uh, it's just not an easy listen. It's just, it's long and inconsistent and it has pacing issues again. Uh, but where it shines, it shines. And that's, that's, that's ultimately how I feel about them. Like they are not a singles band, but mm-hmm. they, if, if people were accepting of them, they would be a great singles band. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so that was their, their back. Now they're back and they have a lot more albums to go. Well, a few, but still they're back. And now we're on to, if you're, unless you have anything else to add. I do not. All right. And then we are on to fuck, man. I can't. Where am I? Where am I? Come on. Come on. Where is it? There we go. Now, uh, 2006's The Obliterati. That is my bad. My volume was turned down. Let me try that again. It's... So... I feel like the previous album until the end, they picked the wrong opening tracks on every album. Like, yeah, I I agree. I, I enjoy the drumming on this track, but it just kind of feels lackluster. It's not a good opener. I yeah. like it. I think this song is decent in like an old Beatles kind of way for some reason. It just, <laughs> It just reminds me of that. Yeah, like that vocal line somehow reminds me of just old 60s music. Actually, yeah, this. Oh, I can, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, that's very 60s. Uh, but I still like it. I think it's cool. It's cute. Yeah, uh, and even though I threw that track under the bus, 
uh, and I might get some shit for this. I think this is their best album. This is a great fucking album. I don't blame you. I'm glad that there's something, there's some love for this because I had no idea this album was this album. It's really good. This is one of those discographies where I had to think about, you know, what does the best mean? Is it yeah. the the flow? Is it the catchiness? And with this band, I came down to the playing, and I think they're playing on this album is just mm-hmm. phenomenal like like spider's web way better than twice and oh, then i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna need you to play some uh uh donna samara oh, donna samaria Ooh, i that song will here we go and and we're not even gonna do the song justice this, this is a taste because yeah. it it go it goes it's pretty epic indeed like the bait how oh, again the bass is just yeah. fucking red yeah like even though you didn't care much for the, the opening track twice uh but for me, by this song, by the end of this song, I was like, these are already some of the most interesting songs they've ever written. That's another that's another thing that went in. I at the end of the day, I think this is a very, very interesting album. And it's like their longest too, which Yeah. Yeah. Rarely, rarely, rarely usually Usually on this podcast long is is usually bad, but yeah, but not, not here. Not, not here. Uh, and yeah, now it's like a Weezer song. I know it's, it's fucking good. yeah. <laughs> it's so, so good. good. Those are great hook. Those are great vocal lines. God damn it. Yeah. Oh man. And then it kind of and then like let yourself go. I'm like, what is this album? Yeah. Because yeah. that song's also fucking weird and it's just like Bands don't get older and get interesting, but they very rarely, did. very rarely, they did. So actually, you mentioned. May, go ahead, keep going. Oh, it may not be what fans of the first two recordings are looking for. No, but I don't think anyone can fault them for trying new things. Or yeah, this this is the or, evolution. This is the way it should be going. Uh, mm-hmm. And you mentioned uh, on a previous album the some westernness. I got that heavy from thirteen. Ooh, thirteen. I <sighs> day. Very nice. I I just yeah, 13 is there's like spacey delay guitar. It kind of also flows seamlessly into Man in Decline. It 13 is yeah, is one of my favorite. Yeah, Man in Decline is also uh I I kind of often forget how good it is because it it, fl- it uh transitions so seamlessly into it. Like I always forget that it's even a separate song. Yeah, it's technically the weaker of the two, but I kind of just view them as one song. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, oh man. So yeah, I what? still have problems here. I still have a couple problems, and crap, I keep losing my fucking place. Jesus Christ! Uh, and that is one thousand one pleasant dreams. I think is too basic for its own good. Which one? One thousand one pleasant dreams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a not a strong no, strong and the, trick. And I think. Also, think birthday and period could have also been cut. Uh, I like period. That do you feel that feels like them doing Sergeant Pepper's the song, not the whole album. Right, right. Like, Interesting. Like that's to me, that's like the Burma version of Sergeant Pepper's. Mm-hmm. I think my main problem with, especially that song, is it's there's some fatigue toward the end of the album, like. You you notice the, the really strong ones like Nancy Reagan's head, which is like super fucking oh, strong, dude. The guitar riff too. Yeah, and hearing that, that co- contrasting with something a, lo- a lot more straightforward like Birthday, where like you could have done without Birthday, made the album shorter, mm-hmm. made it more consistent. Uh, that that's again why I have to like, all right, it's not it's not a perfect album, but it still has some some fucking bangers. Also, I this I love when they do uh, instrumentals. Like I love the mute speak out. It's just wait, which which where am I? Where which one's that? It's track eleven. Okay, let me see. Yeah, maybe here. maybe you want to throw it on to jog your memory a little. I think I do. It is. Do that. <laughs> this is the the mute speaks out. 
I just think they're... They're so... I don't know. When they do instrumentals, they just usually home runs for me. Again, like what a what a crazy evolution for yeah. I like this made me, yeah this album made me real happy in the, that they were really just taking. Uh, I don't want to say taking chances because it didn't sound like they're going crazy here, but it's, it is like yeah this is where it should have gone like the direction they were going. It was just smarter songwriting, smarter arrangements, better production. Yeah, anytime I feel like it would lose me, like with birthday or pleasant dreams, it just hooked me back in. And for the yeah. most part, it doesn't it doesn't lose its legs. It just there's not not a flawless one, but the, yeah, I just think their playing is mm-hmm. so so great and diverse on this album. So, uh, in a nutshell, uh, this doesn't sound like a reunion band, which is the highest of compliments. Yes, highest of <laughs> highest of compliments. Uh, but Alex's best, uh, underrated man. I never hear about this one. Never hear about this one. Uh, it's worth it's worth going back to. So, yes, I would be excited to listen to it casually and not yeah. for the podcast in the future. Again, another highest of compliments, <laughs> given how much yes. shit we're, we sit down and listen to every day. But we are moving on. Yeah, a couple more left. This is uh, 2009's. The sound, the speed, the light. Come on. There we go. Come on. And again, not a good opening track. I mean, it's, it's not really, but I... I think it's a fun song. Just because it's, it's not, one, it's two, three, party. Like, what else are you? You're not gonna put that at the end. No, no. It also doesn't really sound like them or anything they've done. It's so, it doesn't even yeah. sound like a party song. But no, yeah. no. representative of the album though it, it kind of is I think it's more interesting than the rest of the album honestly uh, so also, it, gets fun, it gets funner but let's talk worst least favorite worst least favorite uh, I'm surprised how much we're agreeing here this is this is fuck man this was rough it, yeah cause I'm like drunk off the obliterati like yeah. Yeah, let's keep the good times rolling, and then okay, that sucks. But your opening tracks usually suck, and then yeah. possessions better. It's fine. It's fine. But, yeah, and then like blunder. Uh. There's like a, <laughs> there's like one weird computer part in there, and I'm like, that should be the whole song, but it's only <laughs> it's, it's grasping brief, straws on that one. <laughs> briefly. <laughs> There's no way it could be a full song, but um, I know, but like just fi- trying to find something to enjoy about it. I mean, there, I think there's, I will say, forget yourself. I think that song's beautiful. Really? That is, that is like almost kind of worth this album happening. I think that's like one really? of their best songs. So I, that's how I felt about Feed. I hated Forget Yourself. I didn't, you like oh, Feed? Swap. <laughs> We Somehow. reverse it. I don't like, yeah, I don't like feed. I love we feed. Re- <laughs> uh, the, on feed, I could hear the R- the REM shit on there. Oh, so not, for, right. not okay. for me. I think they're just good chord changes. I think they're interesting progressions that I wasn't <laughs> expecting. But uh, pretty much every song on here, I could go without ever hearing ever again. They, 
they don't feel like they're giving it they're all here no. the, there will be interesting things but they don't really do anything with it it's just kind of there yeah like there's there's maybe like a, a few things here and there that i'm like oh that was cool but mm-hmm. after like like the there's this harmonized intro between i think it's guitar and bass i'm pretty obviously guitar and bass harmonized outro but it's at the very end of the whole song and i hate the whole song it's like i'm not gonna this isn't the On whole song, song? Uh, after the rain oh okay so it's like yeah. this one little cool part literally ends a song it's like five seconds long and then the, i mean that's what i mean like little things like that whereas i could just do without most of it and another thing like them going uber ugly slow faucet it's so it's so ugly it's so ugly in a bad way like i think yeah weird I think slow, yeah i think slow faucet's one of the better uh better songs on here for sure um I kind I got my hopes up for good cheer because uh, we kind of talked about how they they can have like a western vibe to them, and then but then it just goes into high energy punk, which is fine. But then like why why tease me with that cool like western? Yeah, it all, it's all fine. The thing is, it's just like it's just so samey. Where at least the last few, like mm-hmm. they threw in a fucking novel thing there with these crazy strings or this really ballady type. Like there's nothing like that. There's very little actual diversity here. It's just it feels very much like work falling back on the easiest thing for them, which is yeah. alti punk stuff uh, that ultimately doesn't really scratch any itch of mine. Yeah, um, like a weird. <laughs> Weird song SSL eighty three. Yeah, yeah. It just I can't put words, but it it doesn't sit right with me. It just feels it feels off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't stand it. can't stand it. Uh, man, <laughs> it's like it's such a it's such a total regression from the last album. Like that's why it, it really like, is. It's it's a bummer as well as an an overall not enjoyable album. It's like be bad. But be bad when you're already bad. Don't be bad after you're really fucking good. Like, what's yeah, happening? Yeah. Why? How did this happen? What changed? Like, did someone lose a loved one? I don't understand. What? what, what. So, yeah, it's man, it's more boring than horrific. I would say, but still, like, you know, again, still disappointing. Feel no incl- inclination to ever ever hear it more than once. I did, but I didn't <laughs> want to hear it that second time. Uh, yeah, very. So, very disappointing. So, worst least favorite for both of us, and uh, we got one more. We're here. This is uh, 2012's Unsound. Weird opener. <laughs> Weird opener. Going into like the the dancey aspects of the band, yeah. Also, yeah, it almost looks like a dive bar band playing this. Yeah, it's dirty. Yeah. Also, on Apple, this is under compilations for no reason. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I had to search it for Apple. It's it's actually on there. You just have to go to compilations, yeah. and even though it's new original music. But I, I don't understand this. I don't understand Apple at all. I'll never understand it. Okay. Okay. Weird, weird song. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah, this is more like, uh, this, like, this should have been after Obliterati because it's, it's okay. And then, like, the downfall would have made more sense. Yes. This is definitely in the downward trajectory. Yes. Not great, but better than the last one. Uh, yes. Even if this marginally. Is, uh, yeah. This is peak okay album. Peak. This is the their most okay album, I would say. This is not. Yes. It is, does not cross the line into pretty good. It is not there. Uh, but it does have some pretty good stuff. Uh, <clears throat> some really bad stuff, but like, like semi-pseudo sort of plan. That, again, those bass lines, like... That's what we that's what we love about them. Those fucking crazy distinct, really prominent bass lines. Love yes. that song. Uh but other things like I was complaining in the last time where they're like, I like one thing 
about a song and the rest of it. Like second television is that for me or it's not, it's not bad. It has cool harmonies, but there's so much ugliness in there and there's so much, uh, I could just, I right. think, I think that's one of those songs where it starts off weak, but then Sorry, I song appreci- played by itself. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, um, yeah. Second, uh, second television. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I wrote my notes wrong. Um, second television starts off pretty weak, but it did win me over in the end. It mm-hmm. does like, turned into something different so yeah, it's fine. i like it's it fine yeah um yeah i think like by the time you, you hit like sectionals and morning and this is hi-fi like yeah those even if they're not the best songs they're they're more interesting than the previous album i can't stand sectionals and morning it's it, 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 like but, but it's also representative of this whole thing which as an album, it feels way more straightforward and punky than ever. It has a, it's produced in a way more live type feel. Uh, this I can imagine being produced by Bob Weston. It has where it sounds like they just played it in one take, that kind of thing. It sounds good, but like it's very lively. It's very raw in that aspect. Uh, but it's also, again, very samey, very samey. Mm-hmm. Uh, fell I into H, fell yeah, into H2O though. I, that's, uh, yeah. that's some really cool. Hard hitting, kind of funky. I didn't like it at first, and then the second second time around, I was like, "Yep, yeah, no, that, that could, it's some good guitar stuff, some real cool guitar stuff." Uh, I was probably just fatigued uh, on the first listen, and I just could, I wasn't, you know, having it. Uh, but that one's good, and I also still I like uh, the, what what they tell me and opener, both of those. Opener, ironically, is a great little great yeah, little closer. It's a great little oh. closer. Is it is it instrumental? Right? No, it's not. It's not. It's just uh, no, um, takes a minute to start up. Yeah, I think the best song on here is Adding Unison. That, really? Uh, again, going back to they're a compressed, like, punk prog rock. Like, I think there's some great little sections. Like, you have them, and then it's on to the next one. That song, I think, so. is, uh, I found it more interesting and performed well more than uh, I liked it as a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's still, like, it's still noted as a, as a highlight just because, like, at least they're still good you know at least they're still like yeah really like trying yeah, they shit. can still yeah they can still play there's not really i don't really get the sense that they ever like rested on their loins too much they're mm-hmm. never like try to make this is my revolver again never it's just, so it's surprising like, too yeah like this is it's just like yeah this is what we sound like now this is what we want to play and i i respect that and even though i think for the most part it's uh it's okay it is yeah it's it's okay it's not great but could be worse and it was worse so it's technically a step up at least that (laughs) uh but End uh, on a slightly higher note than you could have. <laughs> this is as lukewarm of, a, of an ending as, as it could possibly get. And yes. Sober, I guess. Uh, but still, interesting band. I'm glad we, we tackled them. Uh, well, okay, what happened? Did they officially break up? What's, what's the deal? What's going on? Uh, they officially... What did they stop? They stopped, like, doing shit. I don't know when they like stopped touring, but it was official June of last year, 2020. Really? That's soon. Yeah. Right recently. Huh. Yeah. So, um, won't be doing a loose ends with this one anytime soon. Uh, it's still, I still find it to be a bummer. Like I still like them. <laughs> I like, yeah. Like I said, I would like to see old men mission of Burma play live. If, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they'll be like, yeah. That pandemic was shitty. We should we should play again. Yeah, honestly, and it's not like, I mean, all all kinds of bands just stay together for touring purposes only. Uh, you don't got to release new shit. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, fun band. So let's recap. So for me, versus personal favorite, um, best Obliterati. And then worst, least favorite, the sound, the speed, the light. And for me, best personal favorite, signals, calls, and marches EP. Uh, worst, least favorite, sound, the speed, the light. I think it's that. I would find, I would be very, very concerned if people had problems with our picks. Come on, man. Go <laughs> fuck yourself if you had problems with your picks. This is, I think we would be oh, very, Oh, dude, very it's fair. the internet. It's the oh, internet. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. 
And actually, I kind of embrace it. So welcome aboard if you're new and goodbye because you're not going to be here that long. <laughs> but also, uh, also, we're called every album ever. We're gonna you, you're gonna come back we're <laughs> at go, some point. We're gonna do something you you like. Again. I don't know, man. I've pissed off a lot of people <laughs> for sure. Have you you have. I think we, we both have for sure. Uh, but I think. Equal, yeah. That's why it's a partnership. Indeed. We <laughs> spread the hate. We distribute it evenly. Uh, I think my, my hot takes have come from more beloved artists. Uh, my mm-hmm. hate, So I think that's the only reason why it sticks out more. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Fuck people. You want the same old like VH1 50 greatest hard rock bands. Dude. Like, oh my go God. Fucking, yeah. Go, go watch like those old VH1 specials from like the early 2000s or pick up an issue of Rolling Stone then. I don't. Dude, I, uh, I fucking was recently at my dad's and he's like, he's an old hippie. So he has all those shows playing in the, playing in the background and i feel like Ac- access tv is the station that does that now it's sort of garbage but like the one <laughs> the one that was on was like the top 10 greatest folk songs it's like already i'm mad dude i don't fucking i'm yeah. not gonna i don't respect a list of 10 folk songs already and it's like it's just enraging because it's, just, it's like every played to death bullshit radio song you could possibly imagine like every single one was like we need to squeeze in this song that everybody's heard 10 goddamn thousand times we have to squeeze in there somewhere and it's like who's I, you, who, who is it benefiting at this point it's not benefiting anybody it's just people are like oh i like that i know that song i like that song it's just for fucking morons who don't want to hear anything new it's just <laughs> oh god it, it makes me fucking literally nauseous so uh we'll have none of that here we'll have none of that we'll just be shitting on legends uh jimmy hendrix is overrated and whatever whatever else that we said <laughs> that was awful whatever, whatever whatever but thank you so much for listening and watching if you want to actually support <laughs> after everything we just said please subscribe on youtube.com slash every oh ever give us some thumbs ups and all that and, you know share whatever uh you can uh rate review subscribe on apple podcast spotify Everywhere you get podcasts, pretty much. You can follow me at Pope Jesse Ventura and at Pander Monkey and Alex at Mother Puncture. And Spotify playlist on Mission of Burma. You can find a link in the description of wherever you're listening or watching, as well as everyalbumever.com. There we got links to merch, playlists with it associated with every other episode. You know, whatever. Patreon.com slash everyalbumever for bonus episodes, early access to a bunch of different episodes, discounts off merch. Jump in the line if you want to suggest an artist. And, uh, you know, other than that, we will love you more. We'll love you way more and we'll be happier and we'll eat more. And I can finally replace my fucking laptop in a way that will actually help the podcast. This has been a nightmare, but it will be done soon. I fucking hope. So thank you, everyone. Uh, Who's getting last song? You are. You are. No doubt. And I already know. I already know my heart, what we're going to listen to right now. And we're going to listen to a little bit of red from uh, Signals, Calls, and Marches. Oh. Indeed. So thank you so much for listening and watching, everybody. See ya.